Hi, welcome to another episode of the Space for Dallas podcast. This is Dallas. Man, it's been a while. Jeez, I have been inconsistent. What uh, what episode was it that was talking about consistency? Just being, you know, uh, it's not it's not really slow and steady. It's a it's a consistent one. The consistent stuff that uh, that's successful. And then as soon as I'm done talking about that, I immediately uh, become inconsistent. Inconsistent. Ah, yep. That is, uh, that's the story of Dallas, I think. That is the story of my life. Ah, so uh, I'm recording this Monday, July 27th, parents' uh, anniversary today, so that was nice. Also, uh, another anniversary, it was seven years ago today, I hiked up Mount Dickerman uh, for the first time, and I went on a hike on Mount Dickerman uh, on Sunday, which is why I didn't record on Sunday, and then and I didn't record last Wednesday because I got too caught up watching the uh, that Michael Jordan The Last Dance uh, documentary on uh, ESPN Plus and Netflix. God, that is a good documentary. Man, Michael Jordan, dude, he has such a storied career. Anyway, I'm prepared to go on to uh, three different tangents. Uh, yep, it was my, uh, well, let me, let me do it chronologically. Yeah, it was my, uh, <laughs> it was my, my parents, uh, you know, anniversary today. And, uh, the plan was to go to Paradise Park, uh, in Washington. You know, they, they both took the day off. They're both planning on traveling out there. And then the day came and, you know, you have the day off of work. So you wake up a little slow, you know, a little late, you know, take, uh, take the morning nice and easy. And uh, then they realized it's going to be hot today. <laughs> it's going to it's gonna be hot. And, you know, my dad was planning on driving there, getting there. And he's like, yeah, you know, these hikes are going to be pretty high up. So let's make this two and a half hour drive. And uh, let's just stay in the parking lot. Let's just hang out in the parking lot and just not do any of these, you know, the hikes. Because, you know, they're, they're hard. They're tough hikes. They're, they're uphill. And my mom uh, immediately was not down for that idea. So what happened is they ended up just walking on the treadmill today, uh, watching Netflix, and then they walked outside when it got later in the day when it was a little bit cooler. And that was that. That was it. Yep. Boom. boom. That's it. Knocks it out of the park. Done deal. Got the day off of work. Didn't. Uh, funny thing about having days off of work, still logged into the computer, still log in. You check the email. You're never really off of work, you know. You you gotta yes you, you know all right this guy came in this stuff came in let me just check in on this real quick you know especially when you've been working in a field that long oh, man so uh, so what what else happened oh yeah I uh, dude I hiked up Mount Dickerman Mount Dickerman is a tough hike you start at two thousand feet elevation you uh, build up to I think it's five thousand six hundred seven hundred uh, feet. And uh, so it's about three, well, thirty-five hundred uh, uh, elevation gain. It took me three hours to hike up, two hours to hike down. I, I I remember that because I recorded it. And the funny thing is, I started in the morning. I started that on Sunday, so woke up that morning, you know, had breakfast, started driving there at ten. It's an hour and a half there, so I get there around twelve. A lot of people hiking down. Not many people hiking up because it's going to be the hottest part of the day. So I start, dude, I start hiking up. I didn't even realize it was seven years ago I, the first time I hiked it up. I, I really do like that hike. I, I want to try doing that more often. I enjoy it. I, uh, you know, it's challenging. 
And uh, the thing is, it's not uh, as popular as some other hikes uh, because it's sort of hard and challenging and it's kind of, uh, you know, and so because of that, uh, you know, there's always, I'm always able to sort of find a parking spot. I'm always able to find a space, you know, stuff like Mount Pilchuck. It just gets so crowded with people. So, I don't know. I got to do Pilchuck sometime, but right now I'm just doing Mount Dickerman. And, uh, <laughs> dude, I was I was hiking up uh, Mount Dickerman, man. And, dude, there, there are some hikers. They must hike all the time because they were gliding over these rocks. You know, I'm pretty, what was it? I, I consider myself a pretty fit guy. And I'm like, you know, I have like the last you know, two miles to go up till I reach the top of this thing. And dude, I am just struggling. Dude, I, uh, was it? Yeah, I probably was walking. Yeah. The last 30 minutes up, I was walked up two and a half miles up after about like 60 switchbacks. And, uh, dude, the thing, funny thing is the, the, the trail is not maintained. So it's really rocky and there's some trees that have fallen over it. So you kind of have to huff your way over and uh, all I had that morning was a bunch of bunch of meats, carnivore diet, and water. And I started uh, walking up this, uh, yeah, walking up this mountain. And uh, <laughs> but before you get to the top, there's this little green pasture. And I, the funny thing is, yeah, you know, I've been trying to recapture the magic of the first time you see something, right? I thought the first time I saw it was in spring, but then my, my Google photos popped up and it turned out the first time I saw it was back uh, seven years ago uh, today, actually, in fact. Um, and uh, it was definitely a brighter green seven years ago. It was definitely, every time I've walked it up now, it's not, it has not been as good. I, I've tried to yeah, capture that first. It's probably because it was my first time that it looked so good. And you never capture that original magic, you know, sort of like, uh, like when Kobe Bryant, geez, oh, what a player. When Kobe Bryant said he won like that first basketball championship, you know, the, the joy you feel he's crying, you know, it's such a great game, but then every other championship after you don't, it doesn't feel the same as the first one. You know what I mean? Like you've done it before and now having done it a second time, uh, you just don't have that, uh, that sort of same feeling. I think he said he didn't like, he felt nothing at all. Like it's just that feeling was gone. I think I, I saw it. Was he on Kimmel when he talked about that? I can't even remember. Oh, but I mean, dude, think about it. you win a championship, you get that high, that feeling, years of work, years of effort. You have the athleticism, the skill, the drive to do it. You do it, you got it. And then, uh, and you know, after you got it, man, you just, uh, you know, you try to, you know, you start over next year, you try to do it again and, and you do it and you make it and you get it again. And finally you get it and nothing, dude, <laughs> there is nothing there. God, that, oh man, man, that must be disappointing. Cause like, why, why keep doing if you're not going to, I mean, you, you, I guess you do it for the challenge and for the money and for the fans and, you know, there's a lot of other reasons to do it, but you know, if you're not sort of internally satisfied by it anymore, I, I, I guess, I guess you just sort of have to find another way to sort of stay motivated. You know, do you do it for the, the challenge of trying to get it each and every year? You know, that sort of has to be, uh, I guess, your new goal if uh, if you can't really capture that high, that feeling anymore. Man, so that was that was like hiking up Mount Dickerman for me. 
you know, I, I keep trying to go up and I, and, uh, and I, I think what I, what I, you know, the funny thing is, uh, when I first saw it, it was just a brighter green, everything. I even take a look at some old pictures and even in my old pictures, the things seemed like a brighter green. It seemed more flowery, you know, probably because it was all that sort of, you know, that the splendor of the first time and, you know, seeing it and, 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 uh, and, uh, you know, conquering this great hike and just being impressed by everything. God. And, uh, I had some friends there, uh, who were with me. So of course, you know, that makes everything a little extra special when you can share it with somebody, you know, this time I just went alone just because no one else, I think really, you know, no one else can really do it in my family. Plus if I, if I told some friends, you know, it would have been a pretty last minute thing and, you know, they probably wouldn't have wanted to, to have done it. So I just sort of soloed it. And, uh, ah, oh, dude. Yeah. It's, uh, you go up it again and, uh, yeah, it's just not the same. You just don't get that. You still get the satisfaction of, you know, completing a hike when, uh, man, the funny thing is about me and satisfaction, man. It's like, uh, dude, it's like when I got my first callbacks to do like the Tuesday show at the, uh, at the comedy underground, they have these callback shows where you get five or 10 minutes, depending on how well you did at the, uh, open mic. And when I was first starting off with stand up, you know, I went to the Comedy Underground. I, I went up a, two times, maybe, two or three times. Did okay, bombed. You know, I bombed. I didn't even do okay. I just felt like I bombed, and then I said, screw it. I'm not going to hang out at the Underground. I'm just going to do sort of bar shows, you know, instead. And uh, after I did the bar shows for about, you know, and I sort of found a little bit of my voice and I sort of figure things out. I, I sort of had a, a few uh, easy jokes that I knew would kill that I knew I could do in three minutes. You know, I um, I signed up for the underground again, showed up, killed it, and uh, and then they had me back for the callback show. And the funny thing is they messaged me at work, and, uh, dude, I, I could barely contain my excitement at work. I was so pumped, so excited. <laughs> the The only thing is I'm, I'm sitting at my desk at work, and, at the time, I sort of came up with a schedule for myself of like, you know, Monday, Wednesdays, I'll do uh, stand-up comedy. Tuesday, Thursdays, I'll do jujitsu. Then Friday, uh, maybe head out to do stand-up again. Um, you know, I'll, I'll see what happens. But, you know, if I have like friends who are in town who want to hang out, you know, yeah, I'll hang out. You know, I can, I can take a break every once in a while, right? And, uh, dude, I'm sitting at my desk. uh you know, my little, it's, they're not called cubicles, they're called work cells. I'm not sure. Is, is that a better name than cubicle? A cubicle, you always have pr privacy, a work cell. You're just in one large cubicle and, and uh, you each just grab a corner. <laughs> you don't even, you know, there's there's no privacy there. But uh, yeah, dude, I, I got the message over, uh, yeah, Facebook Messenger. And uh this was like a few hours before, you know, classic comic thing. They let you know a few hours before the show actually starts. Hey, you've been selected for the callback shows. And, dude, I was so pumped, dude. I was so excited for all of about, like, three seconds. And then after three seconds, I was like, ah. Eh. After three seconds, I was like, ah, eh, I don't even really need to do it. Or, you know, like, the I, I think my thing was, this was my thing, man, is I think it was because of the recognition. I just sort of wanted the recognition of knowing that I, I'm good enough for the callback shows. Because in my head at the time, you know, when you're sort of starting off really in anything, you sort of want to improve, right? You want to uh, get better. 
you know, you want to develop, right? And so you sort of find stepping stones, you know, little little ways to sort of track and mark your progress, right? And for me, one of those little tracks was, um, you know, being selected for a callback show, you know, Tuesday callback show. So, you know, once I got that recognition, I was pumped for like all, you know, like, yeah, two, three seconds. Then I was like, ah, I don't, I really want to waste my, <laughs> I really want to waste my Tuesday night. Uh, plus that Tuesday, I think I had to pick uh, somebody up from the airport. So I messaged him saying, hey, could I, you know, just put me up first and, uh, you know, because I got to run and pick someone up from the airport. And that dude was cool with it. The guy who was running it at the time, I can't remember who it was. Mm. I'm sure that Mike didn't pick that up. But, uh, yeah, dude, he said, uh, yeah, dude. He's like, yeah, yeah, just go up uh, first time, so just five minutes. And, dude, I went up, and I killed for that five minutes, dude. I, I just came out with some e – no, I think – I didn't go first. I went second. So I already have a good spot. I have a solid five minutes, so just easy jokes. You know, candy, right? You know, nothing too crazy. Uh, just some dick jokes. Hey, ooh, ooh. And uh, why I shouldn't feel bad for saying that. I'm moving beyond that stuff. You know, my style's evolving. You know, I'm, I'm moving to more – more substantive, more personal family stuff. I, I, I know I keep saying that, but um but I don't know. I, I, I'm constantly sort of thinking about the act. I, I should be writing more, but I'm constantly thinking about the act and um you know, the best ideas are the ideas that come to you. You know, boom, 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 just like that, right? Just you know, little gifts from heaven. You know, just Jesus puts an idea in your head. Wow, that's a that's a killer, dude. I uh and, and those ideas for the most part, those ideas pretty much stay with me. You know, the the most of it, you know, I'm, I might lose some details, but I can always sort of re-remember if I put enough time to it. And, uh, you know, if I, uh, you know, or it'll come to me again. You know, it's there, right? The potential it's all inside. So, uh, dude, yeah. So, I mean, just getting, it was the recognition of just knowing that. And then the funny thing is I should be proud longer. Like, why not, you know, sit in that happiness a little longer than just being like three seconds later? Eh, I don't. I don't need to do this. I need to waste my, <laughs> waste my time, dude. What kind, what kind of weird sort of internal monologue is that? You know, you accomplish it, and then you're like, eh, I don't, I don't need this. You know, is this what uh what Jason felt when he when he uh finally, I don't know, killed blind? Did he kill the one-eyed Cyclops or blind him at least? And you know, took the golden fleece, and then as soon as he has the golden fleece, he's like, awesome, I got it. And then he's like, ah, eh, I don't really need it. You know, it's just the just knowing. Just I think you know what it is. It's not just the recognition, because internally, I sort of I guess I always knew that I could be good enough for the callback show. It was just other people recognizing that. That's what it is. Just other people recognizing my talent and ability. Because that's a, that's a nice feeling. It's nice to have. And plus, you know, listen. In in every sort of comedian said, they all think. They could be the, 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 you know, the next Dave Chappelle, right? The, you know, the next greatest comedian on the planet. We all think we can be Jerry Seinfeld, but to actually to have other people look at you and be like, no, dude, like you are, you know, you do have the skill. You do, you know, have, have the ability. You are a good comic for someone else to say that. Cause I'm, I'm always perpetually, you know, in a weird mode of self doubt, right? For someone to actually come out and say that to it's, that's the most satisfying feeling in the world. Uh, so man, so that was, uh, oh yeah, uh, Michael Jordan. <laughs> God, well, it was my parents' anniversary, done. 
uh, Michael Jordan. I haven't even finished the documentary yet, so I got to keep talking about that. Uh, Mount Dickerman. I already talked about that. Yeah, I got. I'm good. Yeah, I already talked about those two, three things I was going to talk about. It's consistency, guys. It's being consistent. You got to remember that. Speaking of being consistent, I think I lost a car key. Jeez. <laughs> Speaking of consistency, dude, I can't even find out where I put my keys. I gotta, I gotta be consistent about putting my keys in the same place. God, I, I take my, um, you know, cars don't even have keys anymore. They just have these little remotes, right? And I took the remote off, slipped it in my pocket to run one day because I don't want my uh, keychains jingling around. Why do we even have keychains? They're really just decorative at this point. Well, no, it it makes it easier to find the key. That's why I have the keychain. It's just I can't find the key when I take the key off the keychain. Ah, oh, God. You know, I, I've actually found a good solution for that because um, I used to hate having to, to hold my keychains in my pockets. But uh, through this lottery, I won this uh, hip pack, uh, a, uh, a less educated man would use the term fanny pack. But no. My uh, my uh, my dear viewers, this is a hip pack, a strategically placed hip pack, waterproof design, ripcord, uh, you know, interior construction. It's it's actually really good. And what I do now is I take the key, keychain, and all, and I just slip it into that, and I just tie that tight around my waist. And you know, I have other stuff in there, and it does jingle around. But honestly, after a while, it just I I wasn't bothered by it. And plus, because the keys are jingling around, other people hear you coming if they're on the uh, the trail and they back out. Because otherwise, because what I'm realizing is sound, you know, doesn't really travel that far. You know, I mean, people can be, they, people have to be actually really close to you for, for you to hear them, you know. And uh, so, because I would run up right up behind some people and they wouldn't even really know I was there. And so I said, hey, excuse me, or whatever. So having the keys <laughs> jingling around in the hip pack, uh, that is the, uh, that's that's my solution. That's how I solved that problem. I am, uh, man, I'm just uh, a problem solution uh, finder today. Discoverer, finder, solver. I think solver was the word I was going for. How uh, do people talk and not get thirsty? You know, people... People make fun of me for peeing a lot, but dude, I I talk, man, and my voice gets parched, all right? What do you want me to say? What do you want me to do? Plus, I, I've been pretty active these last uh, two days with a big hike, and uh, today I went to St. Edward's uh, State Park again just to kind of do a quick white jog of the trails, recovery. You know, that's something people often, uh, you know, dismiss in physical activities, the recovery period, because if, if you do a little bit of a recovery workout, you recover faster and if you did nothing at all, just because I, I'm not really sure why. I guess it just keeps sort of the blood flowing, you know. Uh, it just keeps the the yeah the blood, the oxygen, the muscle kind of working a little bit slightly, just so it it sort of stays warm, you know. You're just honing the results, right? And uh, yeah, man, my my my, I pretty much feel just fine. I think that's another because I've been doing this carnivore diet thing. And, dude, my recovery time has been pretty good, you know, on this uh, carnivore diet. Uh, granted, I haven't been, you know, I'm not really going to the gym. You know, I'm not really throwing down weights here. But my recovery time has been, I think it's been pretty solid. So that that's a, that's a good thing that's happened. Oh, dude, uh, what was it? 
uh, earlier this week, uh, some friends invited me to Golden Gardens to uh, to hang out with them. It was uh, I haven't been there too often. I, I think Golden Gardens was that my first time at Golden Gardens. I've I've I think I've might have been there once before. I can't even really remember, but uh, I was at Golden Gardens, set a fire on the beach, just drank some beers and just talked. And dude, it's just nice just to feel normal again, man. Just I don't, you know, no one's wearing masks. You know, I know that makes me the devil, but you know, we're all co- we're all good, we're all clean, right? And we're just sitting, having beers, talking, drinking, you know, just hanging out and just having a good time. And uh, dude, we hung out there for a while, man. I like to hang though. That's my thing, dude. Is like a lot of people are good, just a quick thirty minute, one hour hangout, and I get it. You have other things you need to do with your day. You know, I, I'm never gonna, you know, I'm never. I, I prefer to spend a lot of time with somebody, you know, like, dude, I like to hang out with a guy for like five or six hours, you know, from like seven o'clock to midnight, you know, like that's a good hangout, you know, but, but some people are like, okay, with an hour or two, which I mean, listen, I, I get it. We all have other priorities. There's always other stuff we need to do to get done, but I just, I prefer the long hang and, uh, <laughs> yeah. And, and, uh, some, so the funny thing is, so, um, I mean, we were the first guys there and we were the last guys to leave, you know, some other friends, uh, you know, came with us, hung out for a little bit, but I had to leave, you know, it gets dark, right. You know, and, and, and people, you know, I don't want to drive in the dark. Like, what the, f- all right. I don't listen, I get it. You all have, you listen, if, if you don't want to drive in the dark, you don't want to drive in the dark. I'm not going to shoot you down. You know, the funny thing is my dad says, uh, he can't drive in the dark, has bad night vision, so he won't drive at night. Uh, interesting. Whenever we need to drive back from something, he did not want to go to. But whenever he wants to go out at night, he's like, "I can drive." You know, I'll drive. I'll drive. He's always good to drive. So, <laughs> God, is my dad crazy or what? Oh, dude, I gotta, I gotta write down more jokes. I, 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 I sort of realize I, uh, I, I'm finding a way now. I'm thinking about my jokes and I'm writing a little more. And, um, I'm not writing as, I'm, I'm not happy with the amount of writing I'm doing. I should, I should be like Jerry Seinfeld where I wake up each morning and write for two hours and really hone something in. But, uh, I, uh, I am real, I'm finding out new ways to structure the material so they more naturally feed into each other. And, uh, I'm doing that with a, a couple different jokes that I like. Uh, it's my dad's, a uh, trickle down parenting style then feeds into my dad uh, thinking vaccines cause autism. So that's always, uh, that's a, that'll be, I'll be really uh, satisfied with how that turns out. Uh, I think I will be. I don't know. If we ever do stand-up again, we'll see. I'm not sure if, uh, how long comedy is knocked out. Doing this podcast is sort of the closest thing to stand-up comedy. You know, I'm except a Zoom show. Or uh, our social distance comedy, uh, comedy, which has now stopped, apparently. Ah, uh, man. I, uh, dude, another thing is, yeah, I've been kind of growing my hair out a little bit during this whole pandemic thing, and I'm still not used to long hair. I, dude, it's still, when does long hair stop bothering you, man? It's, uh, you know, I should, I should, I should get over it by now. What I, I just have to wear it down and just embrace it. And just learn, like, that's how it's going to be. And then I would just live with it. You know, then I just get used to it enough where I could live with it. 
it's my problem is I'm always I always hold it up so it's always out of the way anyway so that's why I'm never used to it because I never have it down but it's also it's not at that length I like yet so that's another reason why if it's not it's not the length so I gotta I gotta keep it going ah there's so many I I have so many problems in my life you guys are can you guys understand this can you guys feel my struggle as I speak my truth here on the pod here on the space for Dallas pod you know <laughs> my wife is so hard god I need to quit slouching why do I have oh my god dude the funny thing is what was it I was actually focused at work today and I wasn't looking down at my phone and dude when you are sitting up straight and not hunched over your phone like a dirty little quasimodo like the phone is now my bell uh Dude, it does wonders for just, I don't know, your back. I think it speaks to your brain, too, in some way, dude. Just, uh, I don't know, the way you sort of present yourself standing tall versus not. Oh, man. Oh, I'm also realizing I bought a lot of shirts for work that I am just not wearing. I am not wearing a lot of these shirts for work. I uh, mean, I spent a lot of good money, too. I should just wear them around the house just because they are nice shirts, and I do just like wearing them. But it's also like, ah, I'm at home. Am I really going to put a collared shirt on? Really? Man, I've also been, uh, what was it? Oh, yeah, I'm reading that book, The Carnivore Diet by Sean Baker, just uh, finishing it up now. And uh, not as uh, not as scientific as I would like it, I, uh, I wish it delved a little deeper into the science. It goes a little bit into sort of his own personal story about sort of how, you know, sort of how we sort of came up and how he found the diet and, uh, you know, some, some misconceptions about health and uh, personal stories of others and sort of how you can transition to the diet and sort of uh, the benefits people have claimed and uh, a little bit about uh, why plants are not quite as... Uh, that's what do they call it? Uh, there's an economic term for it. Uh, zero sum game, as you might think. It's not. They are not as no loss zero sum game as you might think. Uh, no, no loss. They're not. They're not. They're not all that positive. Let's just say that they're not 100 percent positive. There's, they. There's some negatives that come with it. Pros and cons, right? There are some cons, you know. There's oxalates, and oxalates are the number one source of kidney stones. And sort of, if you went long term on a on a vegetarian diet, there are some nutritional deficiencies in the diet. Much later down the road, he also goes into how veganism or a refusing to eat plants is not, you know, doesn't really cause as much uh, uh, greenhouse gas as one might think. And there are actually some farms. Like, uh, what is he? He says white pastures ranch farms that are actually carbon negative. Uh, I guess because when the uh, when the cows uh, defecate, the you know, they, they make fertilizer, right? That's used as fertilizer. And that introduces a lot of new surface area to the ground. And that additional surface area, I guess, sort of pulls down CO2. And uh, I didn't know this. CO2 is heavier than air. So the thing is, unless you have CO2 going through a giant sort of smokestack where they sort of mix it with other gases to sort of, you know, push that smoke up into the, the atmosphere, 
uh, a lot of CO2 just falls to the ground. And uh, they've actually been finding ways where if they can inject CO2 directly into the, uh, into the ground, you know, plants, plants can more efficiently use CO2 if it's in the ground than if it's in the air. And uh, that's something that um, sort of cow... Uh, cow, uh, fertilizer from cows do quite well, actually. So uh, it's not, you know, there's always pros and cons, you know, whenever you do anything to the environment, right? Whether you're monocropping soybeans for, you know, your soybean burgers or, uh, you know, or raising cattle. Uh, but the cattle is not as bad as you might think. Everyone says, don't eat the beef, don't eat the beef. The beef contributes a lot. But there's also a lot of, you know, positive benefits to beef, too. There's a lot of, uh, a lot more vitamins and minerals and protein and and a lot of the good and um, fats that are all in sort of the proper proportions and are all much more bioavailable than uh, most people might think and uh, it's fascinating so it's it's a good diet it's it's uh it's a little bit uh well it's 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 definitely a readable book for people who do not have a very sort of deep focus on a, a deep sort of scientific background. I was showing it to my dad and he said, oh, it's kind of like a, he actually kind of wanted to read it because it's like a middle school textbook. It's like a, it's like a middle school textbook. It's got the, the knowledge in a very readable, understandable way and uh, for anyone to understand. And uh, I've been doing it. I, hey, listen, I cheat though. I drink coffee. But, yeah, I mostly have been doing it, and, uh, you know, I feel fine. I feel just fine. So, you know, the, the, the modern, you know, no one knows what you need to eat. That's basically what <laughs> that's basically what I've determined. No one knows what you should eat because the human body is also so adaptable, you know, that, I mean, God, you know, it can, it can adapt to people eating nothing but McDonald's every day, you know, so... It it'll, it'll it'll just adapt to what you give it, and uh, and if you, hey listen whatever whatever works for you right if eating vegetables and fruit that works for you I got no problem with it uh, I'm trying this carnivore diet I think it's working out pretty well for me I, I feel fine you know I feel like I've like uh, the I feel like I just having more protein in my diet has helped uh, with the with the muscles the how does Arnold Schwarzenegger say it? the muscles 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 and <laughs> oh, where did that come from? What was that all about? Oh, jeez. Oh, I, uh, what else happened today, man? I, what is it, dude? I bought, dude, I have these, uh, a couple old, uh, bottles of schnapps, I think they are. I, I picked them up when I did my trip through, uh, through a little bit of Europe for, uh, that was a fast trip. It was for a couple weeks. I, I got sick for like two months after that trip. You just, I was on a tour bus with a bunch of other kids, and you know, you're just drinking and partying every night. You don't care, right? You're just ripping through town. You know, you're only there for two weeks, and oh, dude, I was sick for like two months. I must have had a very low, low case of bronchitis or something. I mean, I went to doctors. I got the steroids. I got the antibiotics. Nothing, dude. I, I was just coughing up a storm, man. Maybe that was the COVID, dude. I got the COVID a year early, dude. Maybe maybe that's what got me. Uh, respiratory illness. God, I wanted to go this whole podcast without talking about coronavirus once. I Well, I, I guess I sort of referenced that when I, I said, you know, I was hanging out with friends at the beach and we weren't wearing masks. 
uh, the funny thing is like, I don't want to talk about, it, but it's also like, you know, what else is there to talk about? You know, what have, what have you been doing today? Nothing, nothing. All right. So here you guys are listening to, uh, you know, just sort of rambling, ambiguous thoughts that I've been putting out onto the internet, building that audience, going to see uh, where this goes, going to see a stand-up ever comes back. You know, maybe I'll plug my podcast. Uh, hey, what, look at that. We already did uh, 32 minutes. Man, <laughs> this uh, I am crazy. This is getting easier. I uh, <laughs> I know how to ramble. I, uh, now you guys know what I'm like on dates. Hey, yo, ba-boom. Oh, dude. Actually, you know, let me go a little bit longer this time because I, I feel bad because I missed out on Wednesday and Sunday. Dude, I, I was talking to this girl uh, who had a PhD in, uh, in psychology. And, uh, dude, I, I, uh, she uh, sort of shut me down. And, or, or, yeah, she shut it down in, in less than 20 minutes, man. In less than 20 minutes. She's, uh, so sh- this girl's studying, all right, uh, PhD psychology. And, uh, and we start talking. She, uh, we agreed to find a time to talk, so we talked. And uh, what was it? Since she's studying a PhD in psychology, I thought, um, you know, I said, oh, I was always interested. And she said, oh, yeah, you know, what, what you know, what, what sort of got you interested? Uh, you know, what, uh, what made you, uh, you know, want to do it? And I, oh, dude, I already turned this into a bit, man. I uh, I told her, well, I think I, I wanted to do psychology because I think I have kind of, you know, problems in my own brain. And she's like, oh, really? You know, red flag number one. And I said, yeah, I'm reading a lot of, uh, I'm, I'm reading that, I'm, I'm list, I bought this is audiobook Love Sense by Sue Johnson. And she's like, huh, Sue Johnson, you mean secure attachment theory and the mother and child relationship? That's sort of what you've been interested in. <laughs> and dude, she was pumping brakes, but I was accelerating, man. She was letting me know to stop, but dude, I just kept busting forward. I thought she was encouraging me. <laughs> and uh, I said, yeah, dude. And, uh, you know, I, I've come across this, this uh, I, I told her I came across this term, this word, alexithymia. And uh, she said, oh, you mean the inability to feel your own emotions and the emotions of others and I went yeah but the way I the way I answered it was completely wrong too I said oh you know touch a touch I went a little a little then I went uh, probably a lot probably a lot if I'm being honest probably a lot and then oh dude then she said I need to walk my dog right now and I go oh what's uh what's the name of your dog and she says uh you don't even know that and shuts me down and uh Dude, I looked at the timer on my phone. Seventeen minutes, thirty-two seconds, dude. That is, listen, I'm uh, I'm efficient. All right, I'm fast. <laughs> That's, God. You know, the funny thing is, when I really, sort of, I I don't know, I, I guess when I sort of initially have, I I initially feel really, uh, really you know, attracted to somebody. You know, I. The, 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 this is what I'm realizing. Uh, the, the my my the the ones that go best for me, my best dates, are sort of the ones where um, I I don't try to really impress them. You know, I I, I don't try to really kind of sell myself and and I really try to like make a lot of jokes and be really super funny. You know, because the thing is, my sense of humor, you know, is so it's different. It's different. All right, and it's 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 it, it it's funny you know, in a, in a comedy club, but in a sort of a normal person environment, maybe it doesn't come off as well. It doesn't sell as well. So it's really been in situations and I've sort of just learned this in situations where 
I'm kind of nervous. Yeah, or not really nervous because that, 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 I sort of get that nervous energy and I sort of try to funnel that into, you know, making a, a funner experience or something. You know what I mean? I, I use it to try to be funnier and stuff. It's usually when, I guess, awkward situations where I really don't know what to do or say where I kind of just talk a little bit and I, I, I'm mostly just sort of listening. You know, I, I guess it sort of comes off as a, a calmer demeanor, not not quite as exciting or as pumped up that uh that i i that that's sort of my best dates at least the dates that lead to second dates and not dates that leave in less than 20 minutes uh the funny thing is i i try to apologize to this girl and said listen i was just nervous i messed up i just misrepresented myself i uh can we go again and you know of course she ghosted me right uh, but, uh, but listen, I at least have the memories, right? And I at least got a sick bit out of it. I mean, dude, when I hit the stage with this bit after I honed this little diamond, bruh, I am going to be ripping rooms apart. I, I also need to learn how to talk into a microphone. My God, I was whispering that last part. I'm not sure if anyone even heard me. All they probably heard was... <laughs> this girl <laughs> oh my god all right guys well hey listen well i gave you a little bit extra today um you know i'm, I'm gonna work i'm gonna work and i'm gonna get good enough this where i can do the full hour you know i can do a good tight hour you know i'll uh i'll, I'll drop that special on netflix sometime you know what i mean all right anyway guys listen thanks a lot for listening again my name is dallas